Hello, hello, and welcome to the Reality Room Podcast. My name is Abby, and today we're going to be talking about episode one um, of season six, Love is Blind. <laughs> welcome, my co-host, Nikki. <laughs> Thank you so much, Abby. <laughs> okay. Um... I've been so excited for uh, the new season. I kind of fell off the Love is Blind train, but you reined me back in. And so after binging all of season five, I was so ready for this one to drop. What do you want to talk about first? Okay, first things first, at the top of the episode, I had to give Netflix kudos for actually dipping into their extremely large pockets and finally getting some decent music for Love is Blind instead of just background noise. It's very true. You know, it is very expensive to um, get copyrights to be able to do or whatever the legal terminology is to be able to play a song like that. So probably was very expensive, but also very worth it because it hooked me from the beginning. Yeah, I agree. And I've seen a lot of people kind of sharing the same sentiment that they were so excited to see some or hear some like actually decent music on Love is Blind. But can we talk about how long that intro yeah. was? Too long. Way, Way too, too long. long. Way too long. I I remember whenever I was sitting there and it was still playing, I for a second like paused my Netflix to make sure I hadn't clicked on like a trailer. Yes, that's because that's what it felt like. And I don't like it when um, shows do that. I don't like it when we get to see a preview, especially in a show where the reveals and the big moments are everything that you're waiting for. And they're kind of, I mean, again, like it doesn't, it didn't show anything that would harm your surprise factor within the show, but it's like watching a trailer to a movie and then going and watching the movie. It's just not as pleasant. It's just not as pleasant. I don't want to see a quick synopsis of the entire movie or show couldn't agree more and i feel like they've not done that in the past like they do have like a montage of everyone kind of coming into their living quarters and entering the pods for the first time or different things like that but i feel like they don't go past mm-hmm. pod content right agreed all right so let's dive into this new cast and share some of our thoughts okay Okay. Who do we want to tackle? All right. Um, Okay. Let's just talk about uh, AD. I think she was the first one to like really take over the screen. Um, First of all, my first comment is her name is AD. Um, That is kind of weird, but I kind of like it as well. And I know that's not her actual name. Her name's like Amber, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, one note that I had, and this is just like me throughout this entire first episode, is just this show is just insane. The show, the concept, it's absolutely mind blowing. Like really, like I just I have to stop and think about it throughout watching it. Like, what the fuck am I watching? This is crazy. Love is not blind, in my opinion, but we can conclude that at the end of every episode and say whether you think it's blind. It's not fucking blind. I'll just tell you that right here, right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's not. Okay. Well, it looks like the first pod scene was actually Trevor and Chelsea. (sighs) Good Lord. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about Trevor. I mean, yeah. not much to talk about. <laughs> right. Okay. He, his, I know that this is Love is Blind, but he has such a weird body frame. And it, like, sometimes it's all I can focus on. Like, I don't even know what he's actually saying because I'm just like, you have a mullet plus your, like, neck is connected to your shoulders. And I know he's like, I, I just, it just bothers me. And so that's what I wrote down first. <laughs> um, yeah, I was try I, I try so hard not to be judgmental of people's looks. Like I really do. But at the same time, like they're agreeing to go on TV and be put on the spotlight. Like I'm going to judge them a little bit for their looks. So yeah, his mullet, disgusting, hate it. His body type, I think that a big muscular man is pretty attractive to me personally. Like, I like it. Um, but his face is not so attractive and his voice is so just, I don't even know. Hi, my name's Trevor. <laughs> I don't know. I feel he's a dork. I think he's kind of dorky. I think he's kind of dorky. He is definitely kind of dorky, but I also think he's really sincere. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did he talk? I don't know if I remember. Did he talk? Is he like raised or like raised around a lot of women? Was that ever a conversation? They do not get deep. Trevor and Chelsea, like they were very surface level for sure, which was like a note that I took. But yes, um, I did write down they were talking about like their favorite movies and things like that. And I did say that Trevor gets an A plus on his movie choices. Oh, he was telling the notebook. Mm-hmm. He was saying he likes the notebook. He likes um a walk to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Seemed kind of cute up. Seemed like it was cued up to me. I think that he had those in his back pocket, but maybe not. Maybe he really does like those. I don't know. Hey, you know what? That's a good um that's a good point and I honestly just hadn't even thought about it that those could have just been very much <laughs> planned out. Um which actually might be a good segue into someone else that planned a lot of things out. Should we jump over to the planned out question? Are we arguing someone? Are, are we going to dive into Matthew at the beginning of the podcast? I mean, if you want to dive into that really deep pool we can do that i'll go to the bottom with you i mean i think that it just is a good good opportunity here okay all right let me just read you um what i wrote down about him okay so this is um this is matthew and jessica And this is one of their first interactions. This is the first time I think we see Matthew on screen, actually. My first thought, this is initial thoughts. Is he for real? LOL. He is so weird. Oh, my gosh. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, my fucking God. This guy is weird. What is happening right now? Is this edited? He left the room. Oh, my God. My jaw's on the ground right now. Of course, he's not been successful with dating. No, he did not just compare himself to Superman. Yes, you are doing this to become a C-list celebrity. Fuck this guy. What were your first thoughts? I have to know. I really... Okay, my first thoughts truly were just that this is like 
an awkward guy that is, has struggled in the dating world. He said that he's going to therapy. And so he was trying to come prepared mm-hmm. as best as he could with a list of questions. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't plan mm-hmm. any answer. Like, what? What was the actual? There was like not a lot of thought put in there because you just thought you were going to grill someone. Anyways, so first episode, Matthew the- to me was just like a awkward guy that wants to appear like he's trying his best. And disclaimer here for everyone. This doesn't even apply to just love is blind. My first impressions are always wrong. And that goes for basically yeah, any reality way show. Way off ever. there. <laughs> oh, man. Way off on this one, Nikki. Uh, that guy is crazy. That guy is crazy. And, you know, um, the whole question thing I thought was a weird strategy, if I'm being honest. Guess a question. I, I have a list of 15 questions or however many it was. Tell me a number and I'll ask you the question. Like, it seemed so, mm, like, just not natural. Very mechanic almost. I don't know how else to put it. Like, it was just I agree. Weird. I, I get it. I get it. Because that, that is, it's weird territory they're in. You can't, I mean, necessarily have, it's, I mean, it's going to be weird. So, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, it is going to be weird. And I also just think, like, my assumption since this is episode one is this is their first day of pods. So on that first day, like, we only see what, like, a variety of maybe 12-ish couples and then it kind of dwindles down. But I really don't know that I've ever looked to see how many people truly start and they meet everyone that first day. So I kind of felt like maybe he went into it thinking... This is like something to help me stand out a little bit because most other people, as they're going into these pods, they're having all these interactions and it's probably a timed kind of scenario to where you have time to ask like age, occupation, like very surface level questions. And so I feel like it probably is kind of an interesting, um, just way to stand out from everyone else to have these random questions queued up and it just goes a little bit deeper opens up conversation a little bit more than probably what they had had most of that day however him not having responses available and also like that one girl where he was (laughs) like i've asked this a couple different times today try and be unique like okay had he had it been a different person doing it, I think that everyone would have a different perception of him having those prepared questions. It was just got really fucking awkward. He's just all around ick to me. I see domestic violence in his future. Um, I see him maybe even killing people. But <laughs> I will say that I think it's at crazy. this point. I do. At he this pl- point in the season, I didn't see that. Yes, I know. Because I'm a little worried for you. On the other hand, because, um, <laughs> like, I thought it was obvious how he was acting in the um, the quarters towards the other guys. And 
I'm trying not to reference other episodes right now, but like it goes on. He is a fucking weirdo just walking around like they're trying to interact with him and he's just completely. I mean, if we really want to get into Matthew right now, what he did completely in this first episode was insane with these two girls. Matthew saying, what is my greatest accomplishment? And this is to AD, mind you. Finding you. Fucking ick. Nah, brah. Nah. And then um, AD comes back and says, you are lucky. And uh, I just thought that was like, oh my god. Like, the fact that AD and um, I think it was Amber. Mm-hmm. Was it Amber was the other girl? Or was it was her name? Yeah. Um, the fact that he was telling them everything verbatim is so insane. That is something's wrong. Something's wrong with so by the when this happened and even just a smidge, I think before this actually like the reveal of him saying verbatim to both of them the same things um i agree the way that he interacted with people within the living quarters was kind of starting to make me change my opinion of him because as episode one goes on you can tell that there are they are into a couple more different days into the experiment or experience whatever you want to call it so like first day if he was standoffish like I kind of get it but then once you're a couple days in with these men that you're living with you should probably be interacting to some extent. So I definitely was getting serial killer vibes from him and then I think it also knowing that he was saying verbatim to them also changed my perception of him having those prepared questions because I was just like is he scripting out his whole entire time here like what are we actually doing yes dude it was like it was like a strategic game to him right it was weird which he doesn't i don't think he leaves until yeah he doesn't leave until episode Mm -hmm. two but he was totally playing a strategic game and some of the things he says in episode two which we'll get there eventually. But some of the things he says in episode two totally confirms that. You know how when people have something, a thought in their mind, and they have to say it out loud in order to like confirm it to the world that they're not actually thinking those thoughts, such as the comment he made about the C-list celebrity. No, bro, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what you were trying to do and why you think that you're going to become, which, you know what, fuck reality TV, because he is going to be the most famous motherfucker probably to come out of this whole thing because of what he did. And he knew that that was going to be the case. Mm hmm. Yep. No, definitely agree. He and that's that's what he's trying to do. Most talked about. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he definitely was just trying to be remembered uh he definitely will be not for good reason though and i definitely think that if it's true that he was going to therapy before he came he definitely needs to continue um and i don't know maybe also look into a different one because i'm not sure that it's working (laughs) definitely look into a new therapist if you're even going but i bet he's not (laughs) because he's psychopath lying motherfucker that guy's crazy i could go on about him all day 
All day, all day. I think that's a good segue to go into um, our friends AD and um, Clay. Thoughts? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Clay, 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 Clay. Oh, Clay, <sighs> let's get into it. I do not like him. <laughs> um, He, you know, I don't know, like, he just, they seem to have a good connection, but it also was very service level, which I just feel like they are on such limited time that you really have got to, like, dive in quickly. Um, but what definitely, like, really bothered me with him was, one, him already mentioning, like, how much he wants to kiss her when they hadn't even really, like, opened up to each other much. Like, it just seemed kind of, like, ew to me. But then his comments about wanting to know what she looks like physically. Are you aware of the show that you're on? This is not what we should be doing here, especially this early on. I kind of, I feel like if they would have been further on, they have this connection. They're kind of like each other's number one. And it's more of a like, oh my gosh, I just can't, like, I just want to imagine or like, this is how I imagine you look like because of your voice and because of things that you told me or whatever. But to just kind of at the very beginning, say that you want to know what she looks like physically because you think that physical looks matter a lot. That's a problem for the show that you're on. I would fucking say that's a problem for the show you're on. Jesus Christ. That's like when he, I said, oh my fucking God, Clay talking about physical features. What the fuck, Clay? I liked you. Like that. I did like him before that. I thought he was, he is a playboy. You can tell he's a fucking player. And I thought this was his opportunity to try to come on here and, you know, try something new out. But as soon as he said that, Hands down, I won't be able to marry any someone that I don't know what they look like at all. Like, he's like, I can't do that. I'm like, you're a player. He's hot. He is hot. He's a smooth talker. Like, of course, smooth I mean, I get talker. it, but smooth. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I would have probably fell for that. But as soon as, like, the physical feature, th- and you know what's weird about this season is they are bringing up physical feature in this season more than they have ever done it they're talking about race they're talking about like they're guessing each other's shit um chelsea with saying that she looks like fucking megan fox okay i don't remember what episode she says that in but can we just go ahead and talk about it on this one what are your thoughts of her saying that yeah okay it's episode two let me tell you what my thoughts are Maybe like a little. I said, <laughs> why did she tell him what celebrity she looks like? Was she trying to flex on him? Like, what the fuck? Like, and this is all over TikTok right now. People talking about her looking like Megan Fox. Yeah. Um, so I can see I, it a little bit. That's it. Okay. I have two things to say about so, this, actually. One. I can see it a little bit, but I think a lot of people are thinking that she was referencing Megan Fox currently. And I don't see her looking like current Megan Fox. I see her very similarly looking like like Transformers Megan Fox, like when she was way younger, early mm-hmm. 2000s. Also, she didn't say that she thinks she looks like Megan Fox. She said that people have told right. her that. And so 
I wish people would take it down just a notch on her being like, I can't believe she thinks she looks like Megan Fox. She literally said that she doesn't. That's a good point is that she said that other people think that, but she doesn't think it. But on the other hand, she is the one that was fishing for something when she said, so do people tell you that you look like a celebrity? And he was like, oh, no, not really. She's like, well, people do tell me that I look like a celebrity. And then she's like, people tell me I look like Megan Fox. And then he starts tripping out and it's like, you look like Megan Fox. Oh, my God. That's fucking that's yes. She looks like Megan Fox. And he got really excited. But you're right. She was like, but I don't think I look like Megan Fox, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Which I, it was, I, I, think wonder... it was, I think it was harmless. I agree. I mean, so I want to get more into like the hem of it all when we actually cover episode two, but I did just want to kind of like bring this up since a lot of people are talking about it and we had gotten to that point already. But um, yeah, I just, I do think it's harmless and I do agree that she was the one fishing for that um, in order to kind of bring that information up. But I just also wish people online would quit being like, why does she think she looks like Megan Fox? Because she doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, that's mean. Honestly. (laughs) Tell me your thoughts on Jimmy for episode one. I don't really remember a lot about Jimmy from episode one. I only really, let me, I don't really have much notes on him, but Jessica definitely set an impression. Um... Okay, so for instance, um, I said, you know, stop doing the injections. Um, it's too much. <laughs> you need to stop doing plastic surgery or whatever you're doing. But it is very sweet how she has a daughter. She seems to really, really be a dedicated mom. She does seem to really love her daughter. Um, so first impression of Jessica was she's kind of annoying, but also, like, I can respect her um, dedication to being a mom. Um, oh, man. Okay, <laughs> whenever they met up, I don't know. This was still in episode one, so I don't know how many dates they had been on. But when she says, hold on, she says, oh, my husband. And then she's like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. I said, yes, you did mean to say that out loud, Jessica. Literally. Shut the fuck up. That's insanity. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, no, I had the same note about her. I, in the beginning, um, I just, I think whenever they showed them in the pods the very first time, I was just like, okay, they're definitely like vibing. These two are filling mm-hmm. each other, you know, whatever. But then I wrote more about, um, he seemed to like want to do things to kind of annoy her, like with the nose blowing, which I also would have been like icked out about. Um, I don't know. He just seems like he wants to keep kind of testing her. Then she, you know, drops the news that, um she has her daughter and my perception of that moment was he was saying all the right things but his energy definitely fucking shifted like i feel like he oh my god he was all in on her and then that happened and he was more like okay i'm gonna leave this door open but this is not the one i want to focus on as much anymore like his energy completely changed even though the words that were coming out of his mouth sounded great um but mm-hmm. yeah did you think the same was not it was not convincing yeah it was not convincing he i think he's one of those guys that has probably the dream of starting a net new 
life with somebody, not he does not interest in someone with baggage. That became completely obvious within that moment. Um, yeah, his energy totally shifted and it was awkward, which I think is kind of fucked up. Like you shouldn't, I don't know, someone else, it was Trevor. It was Trevor. He said, because he was discussing with Chelsea, which we haven't got into this, but Chelsea was previously married at 18 mm-hmm. and he, uh, she is also dating Jimmy. Um, but Trevor was talking to Chelsea about her divorce and he was so sweet about it. He was like, I don't know how anyone can expect anyone to have not been close to being married or being married, which I know having a kid is completely different, but it's still some type of baggage. And I feel like, yeah, Jimmy's energy was just all, but I can level with him too. You know, I can level with him. If he's not interested in dating someone with a child, that's totally, you know, that's acceptable in my opinion. You know, I don't, I'm not going to hate on somebody for not being interested in that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. If Like, if I was in Chelsea's shoes, and I think the reason I got bothered by it is tell me that you're bothered, or tell me that you're uneasy, or tell me that, okay, I'm going to have to digest this and think about it a while. Don't just tell me things that you think I want to hear about this, Mm -hmm. while also, like, kind of shifting your energy into other areas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with um with what you said about Trevor and um Chelsea whenever she revealed that she had been, you know, previously married and I agree with him. Most of these people are in their late 20s, early 30s and he's I think he also mentioned and said um honestly it would be more of a red flag if someone hadn't gotten to that point in a relationship yes. yet and I agree. Like so I don't know why it seems I agree to be too. like such a turnoff to people if they've been either married before or engaged previously or whatever. Because I feel like we did hear a couple people like asking that to different people, like, have you been engaged before or, you know, just different things like that. And some of them, if they said no, it seemed like a sigh of relief almost. And I don't know. It's just kind of I I just hadn't thought of it before, but I definitely agreed with him. I Okay. For Jessica, let's go back to her really quickly, just because she is really, it's odd to me, some of these people that come on here, because she seems like she could go out on the street and find a a, a husband. She seems like she wants to be dedicated and loyal to someone, and but I think she may be a little crazy. I, I think she's like a little, a little psycho, and... I also think um, she's a little obsessive, but I think she's doing this show for a clout just by the by the way she looks. She looks like she's interested in getting some uh, traction on social media or something. I don't know what it is, but just by her looks and the way she puts herself together, I feel like she's in, in this for more motivating factors than just finding a husband. But also, she's very like interested in getting a husband and locking someone down. But again... That is the only way you get further in this show. Exactly. Yep. I think that her like wanting to go all in on someone and almost like force a like strong connection with someone so early on is to like lock in the fact that she is going to make it to the next section of filming the show. I don't really, I did not get the vibe at all that she really truly wants to find love here. Um, because I feel like until, 
Okay, for episode one, I feel like she really wasn't getting that deep with anyone. I think that she thinks that her getting deep is just revealing that she has a kid, but to me, that's not. That's just like a fact about your life that even right. someone walking on the street, if you're walking with your kid, can find out, you know? Right. Although she does open up in, in episode two, we won't go there again, but like she does reveal some pretty crazy stuff mm-hmm. that I would not have expected um, right. in episode two. Okay. Talk about um, Jimmy and Chelsea when she, cause, cause Jimmy mm-hmm. is very close with both Jessica and Chelsea. And I, I have, by the end of episode one, I just have very mixed feelings about Jimmy overall, but I did feel bad for him that like he got this major news about Jessica and was like feeling relieved to go see Chelsea. And then she drops her big news on him about being previously married. And I just, he's just not a good communicator and he really wasn't bothered by it, but she took what he said in a different way and they ended up just not not being on the same page (laughs) okay can we like what was that okay in my notes i said poor jimmy getting all the news and then i said i'm so confused at what just happened with jimmy and chelsea like what what did i where did they they were confused after they left the pod they were like i don't know what just really happened like right i don't know where the wires completely got crossed but there was i was so confused by that interaction i'm like i didn't think he was that upset but she was taking it as though he was like devastated by this news like i think there was some confusion yeah but i'm the same way as you that i don't know what caused the confusion um i was confused as to why they were confused or like why there was like miscommunication going on or whatever um because i just feel like he was like I don't know if it's just his very, very initial reaction of him basically being like saying it's been a rough day and he keeps getting this like news given to him or whatever. And if that just automatically to her meant he sees this negatively, but that's the only thing that I can think of. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he did kind of get quiet and it would be different if she was married a year ago or a couple of years ago. This was when she was 18. Like I hope everyone's taking that part of that into consideration like as like oh my god, like this is nothing. It would be not, I don't know, people are just too judgmental when it comes to these types of things because like I don't what, know though. Is, is no one just living life out there? I don't know. My the only reason that I'm like I don't know though is because she she got married when she was 18, but they were married for five years. That's a pretty five long years. term. I mean, I feel like a lot of those people that just get married at 18, that like those tend to fizzle out pretty quickly. If it's not, if it's just because you felt like that was what you needed to do yeah. in the next step. Do you get what I'm saying though? Yeah. Yeah, I do. But I don't know. I think it just depends. Some people hold, try to hold on for a long time when it's just not not working, regardless. That's I mean, true. and if it's your high school sweetheart, I mean, that would be hard to let go of that person. It's no, hard that's to come good, to those terms sometimes when it, you yeah, need to let that's go. A, that's a good point, because especially since um, they were a high school sweetheart, so you're probably in just that state of 
comfort and stability to where like it probably does take you a lot longer to really break that off so that's a good point we didn't really talk about ad and she she's a um she's one of those people that's a main focus in this season she's getting Mm -hmm. a lot of spotlight in these initial episodes at least um and i really 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 liked her like i really 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 liked her but then when i saw how she went kind of back to matthew after she found out what he was doing and saying the same exact things to her and um, Amber. And I think she went back and let him reel her in a little bit. Uh, and that may be an episode two, but I don't know. I'm kind of, I, I thought that she was smart. She uses big words. I like her vocabulary. Um, I think she used the words, well, how audacious or audacious mm-hmm. of you um, to Matthew about about amber going home um so i like her i think she's smart i think she's sweet i think she's there for the right reasons i think she's pretty confident like i like her overall persona um but what are your thoughts on her i absolutely love ad um i Mm -hmm. as you know my feelings on matthew were a little bit off in the beginning of this episode um but i feel like that her interaction with Matthew made me really like her because a lot of people immediately shut him down. And I don't know, maybe it says yes. that she is terrible at reading people like I am, but I just feel like she was there to really immerse herself in the experience of love is blind. This is some like, I'm going to try and open up this guy a little bit. I'm going to try and get to know these people because I want to fall in love with someone for who they are as a person not what they look like you know I feel like all the other people the minute that they had like an awkward interaction with Matthew they were like okay yeah that's not for me because I don't want to be with someone awkward but I could just see like maybe those people are just um good at reading people initially like that you know what I mean but since I didn't see Matthew as a problem in the beginning I just really loved AD for giving him a chance basically no, I totally agree with that. I think that was very sweet and I think she is a very sweet person. And he I I can't remember if it was him that made this comment to her. No, I think that someone made this comment to Jessica about being very accepting. Um maybe Matthew did say that to AD. Anyway, I agree. I think the way she approached him was very sweet. She wasn't judgmental towards him. Um but like to your point about assessing these personalities on like the forefront, I bet it's way harder to do in the pods. Obviously it is because we're seeing it from a different perspective. Of course, we're seeing, you know, him interact with guys. We're seeing him interact with multiple people. Um, so the fact that like some of these other women shut him down pretty early on, they probably were being a little too judgmental. Yeah. And I mean, even, um there's a I have a note written down about um like when AD was talking to a group of girls in the living quarters and she was saying that like one of her top people was Matthew um like everyone was like ew Matthew but you know what I mean and then that next day when she's in the pod with him she was like I was telling everyone they better be nice to you like I don't want people being mean to you and I just feel like that just showed even more that like she's really just trying to be like a nice and caring person while she's there. I agree. 
I think she's super, super, super nice. And I, yeah, I have it written all over that. Uh, AD, I love AD. AD is so sweet. AD, um, <laughs> she when she laughed about her dead dad, I was just like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> Prior to the like whole Matthew reveal, I had written down that I feel like her and Matthew have a very strong connection, but in huh? true, 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 true literal reality. I wrote down that I think they have a strong connection in the pods, but it would not work out of the pods. I just felt like they, conversational-wise, were doing well. But then at the end of the episode, we find out his whole conversation was scripted, basically. So that all kind of went out the window. But at the time, that's kind of just how I felt about them, is that they had a really strong connection, but it wasn't going to last. He's crazy. Okay, so I think we have talked about everyone. Um, yeah, I think so. In episode one, of course. Um, I will be using AD's pistachio metaphor. Um, although she used it for Matthew that he is hard on the outside. And then when you get inside, there's something really nice, which I love pistachios. So, um, I am going to start using that metaphor. I think that's beautiful. But, um, Matthew is definitely not a pistachio. I just want to make sure that's clear. Matthew is like fucking rotten peanut, disgusting boy. My final thoughts on the end of that episode. I, I mean, at the very end of the episode is when we find out about Matthew, and so basically, I was like, I've been duped by Matthew. Ad deserves so much more than either one of these because I didn't like Clay at all either. Like after either one of them, either one. Yep. And so I think that's also why maybe I love AD so much is because she seemed like such a genuine caring person. And I am just like, neither one of these options that she has currently is a good enough for her. She deserves so much more than this. Um, And then I just said that Clay touches his feet too much. Did you notice that? No. It really bothers me. I did and not notice also- that. Also, he was wearing slippers with no socks, and I have been dying to ask you what your opinion on that is. Are you supposed to wear socks with slippers? I do. And so I didn't know if I was weird or if he was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think it matters either way. I think that's preference. I don't think in that... There. Uh... Yeah, but your feet get sweaty if you're wearing socks with the slippers, too. No, they don't. I You just answered. You don't wear socks uh, with your slippers. Because if you did, you would know that they don't get as oh, sweaty. I don't wear slippers. I don't wear slippers. Oh, okay. That's also a viable option. Do you wear slippers all around your house? Yeah, I do. All the time? Yeah. Wow, you're a house shoes girl. I am. Well, okay. In the winter time, I wear I just I think I just have a problem with people's feet being visible if they're not wearing like flip-flops. Um because in the winter time I wear socks and house slippers, and in the summertime I wear socks and slides around the house. Yes. I mean, I always have socks on around my house, um but that's just because I'm so cold all the time. 
keep your feet nice and cozy, but don't wear slippers without socks, Clay. And then I think that's why I was so grossed okay. out because first, oh Clay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. First I saw. But do you think he he's hot? Like, no, I don't actually. I don't think that he's ugly either, though. But I'm not like super, super attracted to him. I don't think that there is a single man on this season that I'm like, oh god, you're he's right. So hot. Clay would be, yeah, Clay would be my top. But his body's just hot, tall, slim muscular his face is very cute too and he's a smooth talker um but i mean you're right there's not any if i had to pick one person to say that i would be like most attracted to we didn't talk about him because he's featured more in episode two but it would be kenneth very sweet yeah oh my god he's so sweet i i'm about to watch the next um episode as soon as we wrap this up um so i can see that fucking reveal already mm. i didn't yeah. say fuck enough in this um episode enough okay we'll just <sighs> let it all out real quick <laughs> well just to give my final um final views on everything um let's just kind of go over the the couples that are um up in the air right now and kind of give a futuristic um viewpoint what do we think that their future holds okay so at this point in episode one we have trevor and chelsea kind of have a thing going on we have jimmy and chelsea we have ad and matthew we have ad and clay and jessica and jimmy there to say that i think so okay i think it's just so those, jimmy right yeah. So Jimmy and Chelsea, um, I see them going forward now. I thought it was going to be Jimmy and Jessica, um, but since Jessica dropped the bomb about the kid, I don't think Jimmy's really interested in her any longer. I still think that Jimmy and Jessica are stronger together than Jimmy and Chelsea. You're right. At this point, actually, I did think that there was a good bounce back chance for Jessica and Jimmy to make it um, because he still seemed actually very interested in her. And Mm -hmm. his chemistry seems a little more genuine with Jessica than it does with Chelsea. Yep. No, I definitely agree. Um, Chelsea, so we can kind of segue Chelsea branch out. Chelsea and Trevor, no, no. Seems like really cousin. uh -uh, I don't think so. Wow. I think that they seem like, I think they seem like, like, I don't know, good friends. I don't think it seems romantic. Okay, I definitely get that. Like, I can see why you think that, but I just, I, um, at the end of episode one, they were like my strongest couple to like go the distance. Oh my god, no, that's crazy. No, I didn't see that at all. I just don't think Trevor is a a top contender. I don't know something. I don't know something's off for me there. Just maybe he's so dorky, but he's I just he's nice, like-, like you said. Yeah, like, I felt like because, so her two options are either Trevor or Jimmy, and I felt like since Jimmy mm-hmm. would be with Jessica, that would leave her only option as Trevor, and so I felt like they would just be, like, this low-key couple that ends up kind of just coasting, like, not super dramatic, not super entertaining, but they would just be this, like, low-key couple in the background that are just steady together the whole time, you know? That's how I feel about a couple that's happening in episode two. Trevor and Chelsea, mm, I just... I don't know. 
I don't know. I think Trevor's a really nice guy. I think you're right about that. He does seem like he was raised around women. I don't think he seems like he has a lot of consideration for people's feelings. Um, but sometimes that's not what people are looking for in relationships. Or maybe they don't think they know they don't know that they're looking for that. Okay. So we've already kind of talked about A D, Clay, Matthew. Um, I wish the world for AD. Obviously, we, at the end of this episode, we know that the Matthew and AD situation is probably not going to be very viable, but it leaves you hanging. Um, so I don't know. I think her and Clay will end up together, which is unfortunate, honestly. I don't yeah, think it's good. As much as as much as I enjoy watching AD, I wish she would just go home at this point because I just don't think mm-hmm. that either of these two are good options for her and I want her to be happy and have the world. So one thing that I, one person I do want to give a shout out to is Amber. I think Amber seemed like one of the fucking coolest people on the show. Like she seemed so cool down to earth. I hated how upset she was, but I loved that she acknowledged why she was upset in the sense that she said, I'm more upset that I was sitting there blasting out this information that Matthew was telling me. And it affected you so badly, speaking um, the you being AD. AD. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that she was like, just like so upset that she hurt one of her friend's feelings. And then I like that she bowed out. I thought that was like, yeah, this is like weird. You should have left. I would have left too. Okay. Well, there are our thoughts for episode one. This shit knocked. I mean, it started off crazy. I can't believe they let. Matthew on this show if I'm being completely honest that was a risk that they took that um really paid off really paid off oh yeah production yeah production knew what they were doing with throwing that um that guy into the mix Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotta have a crazy in every bunch yeah I'm appreciative of it (laughs) It adds the entertainment value exactly hello All right, we'll check out our thoughts on episode two on our next episode and um, follow us on TikTok um, and let us know what your thoughts were as you're watching. You can find us on TikTok at The Reality Room and we'll be back next week with more. Thanks for listening. Run!